Hello everyone, welcome to my show Career Startup Leadership Podcast, a podcast to spotlight world-class Asian entrepreneurs, innovators, C-suite executives, and people who can provide candid insights from their personal journey to inspire you. And this is your host Priyanka Komla joining with you on a fantastic episode in this new year of 2021. This is our episode 83 and I'm super excited to have a fabulous guest. Here's my special guest for today. Alok Chain, who is the CEO of Moonshot Junior. Hi, Alok. Welcome to the show. Uh, uh, thank you, Priyanka. And Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you, Alok. Uh, Alok is someone, someone who's very special in terms of my list of guests for 2021. You know, I wanted to start this new year with on an inspirational note and focus more on entrepreneurship for young kids. And that's how all my special guests for this week are lined up. So let me tell you about who Alok Jain is. He's the CEO and founder, co-founder of Moonshot Junior. He's a serial entrepreneur. He's passionate about K-12 education, e-commerce, and the future of work. Alok, I'm super honored to have you on the show and unveil a lot of things about you. Two major aspects being one, your entrepreneurial journey from Madhya Pradesh in India to where you are today in San Jose. And two, how you are fostering your innovation for your kids, that's how I, I'm glad Moonshot Junior started, all the way in terms of spreading that love for entrepreneurship across the globe. So listeners, stay tuned and you can win a free mentoring session with Alok by dropping in a quick question or a comment. So put in a quick hello to let us know where you're tuning in from. With that being said, Alok, how does it feel when you look back at your journey from Madhya Pradesh with such humble beginnings all the way to the US, your American dream? No, absolutely. I think uh, uh, when I look back, um, it has been all these fantastic few decades. Uh, so I graduated from IIT Bombay um, and I came from a, a lower middle class family. Uh, there was only two things, uh, uh, get a good job, which pays well and get a very stable job. Right. So I end up in a semiconductor industry, uh, which provide that. But then after a few years of struggle, I really realized that that was not me. Um, uh, it's it, it became very, very hard uh, in like uh, 2005 time, time frame uh, to do anything new in the semiconductor world, uh, especially though there was no funding. And um, so then I had to uh, jump uh, through it and I went in the internet and e-commerce of the world. Um, I also stumbled upon the software consulting. So build my first company there, grew it to a few million dollars. But then after some time, I realized that I really became a body shopper. Uh, start engaging in H1 issues and green card and so on for 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 people and I realized that was not really me so I went back in the industry uh, learn com I was at uh, eBay and Walmart uh, did SEO and uh, uh, content there and then I started my next company uh, Easydia which is still in existence we are working with uh, seven out of top ten retailers there and it's going well we are about forty employees there. Uh, on my way, I also had a real estate company with my wife. So we own several properties, manage many Airbnb listings. Uh, this happened in last uh, December, about the same time. My two kids, a 14-year-old daughter and nine-year-old son, they go to one of the top-notch schools in the Silicon Valley, but I still felt like they were not getting what they aspired for. Also, this was my lifetime dream to do something in education, uh, but uh, there was no compelling reason. Then my kid became compelling reason. Uh, I started this more as a hobby. And by March, pandemic happened. And all of a sudden, I realized that, oh my God, this is a much bigger opportunity. This is the time to jump on it. Uh, since uh, I became full-time, and uh, in last six, seven months, we grew the team to over 30, 35 full-time employees. 
So it's that's going awesome. very, very fast. You know, that's awesome. When you look back at your journey, as you mentioned, you were looking for, you know, a stable paycheck and, you know, having a stable income because that's the dream for every Asian out there, right? Especially when you land up onto the other side of the world. You know, at any point when you were pivoting to being an entrepreneur, be it with your IT consulting company or with Moonshot Junior, did anything hold you back, the feeling of fear or anxiety as to what the future is going to hold? Uh, so I think uh, my one of my advisors says that you should see uh, a psychiatrist because he sometimes look at my financial and he say, how do you sleep? But I, I don't think that really bothers me. I think something else drives uh, those financials. Of course, you need to be very disciplined there. But I don't think uh, that really bothers me beyond a point. Uh, what really bothers me, am I growing? Am I doing the right thing? Uh, can I see if money is not there today, but can I see a path where after a year, two years, money will be there. But what really bothers if I have a 10 people and if I need to let go five people, I think that is something which really put a lot of pressure. Other than that, I think it's just part of uh, your entrepreneurial journey. Up and downs, they are going to happen. Right. So let's talk about Moonshot Junior. I know your kids were some of your you know, sources of inspiration as you looked at, hey, they could get much better opportunities and resources to utilize. And I'm quite sure the pandemic was like a perfect timing for you. So what was that seed of thought that prompted you to get into this space of fostering innovation in young kids? Uh, no, so I think uh, something needs to be done uh, there, uh, especially some of the data when we start analyzing, as I said, like this became from my part-time business to full-time business. When I start uh, deciding, there's some market study and uh, a lot of new uh, reports start coming. Uh, they were there, but people were not paying attention before the pandemic because there was always like the reality. Yeah, it is going to happen, but we are procrastinating. But all of a sudden now everything is in front of your face. So PwC came out with a report where they are saying in 10 years in US, the full-time job can deplete and it can become in a single digit, nine or 10%, right? Uh, are our kids ready uh, when the future is really about freelancing, more gig jobs and entrepreneurship? Uh, even forget the future. Even today, if you really want to hold a, a high profile job, let's say you want to be somewhere in a big company, a director or VP, unless you have that entrepreneurial mindset, I think it's very difficult to first get the job and even if you get it, then hold the job, right? And the future is going to be that. Um, when you look at uh, the traditional education, though many uh, institution and, and uh, learning centers, they are claiming we are outcome focused uh, training. And you ask me, show me example of five kids who has been successful, has com some commercial success and they are scratching their head. So there is a lot of noise, a lot of uh, uh, false promises or claims but really, uh, somebody who took the kid from A to B and all the way to finish line, where we are barely in our first year of journey, and we have already six, seven kids who have the product selling on Kickstarter and Amazon. So it can be done. Uh, it the, the the all the processes what they have built, uh, I don't think it has been done in this way and scalable way. So something has to be done. So that's how it started. You know, something that's very unique about Moonshot Junior is you're more outcome focused. It's not about just building your products and your revenue model it's more about what's the impact you are giving to the kids so tell us a little bit more about how you differentiate yourself from the competitors because it's really a crowded market here yeah no absolutely so i think the two approaches of uh, teaching right first i can say okay i'll teach you python and now you can do anything in the world uh, not everybody need to do in the world i don't know if you know python i don't and i still have a reasonable life right so we try to figure out where our child has passion Right? And if Python is needed, we'll teach it. Otherwise, we'll teach what is needed 
so so really one size fits all is not helping our kids if you look at the numbers uh, over uh, 50% kids uh, or 50 to 60% kids they change their minor or major in the first year of college right why that happens it's because very inefficient right there is a uh, a very large number of percentage kids they drop out of college i think the current number are over 1.2 million uh, kids in us they drop off of college right so unless you identify the passion you know what the interest lies i think it just becomes difficult to identify the path and continue there it happened to me also i had 6 7 years of my life in semiconductor and i think my life was miserable to be honest those were not enjoyable life years of my career Pay was good, a very stable job, but still I was unhappy, right? So, you know that's very true. Finding your calling takes time, but I'm glad you were at the intersection of the right opportunities and the right kind of people and customers. So let's talk about your products. You know, one thing when you design these products, right? You focus on, from my perspective, uh, you know, having seen your board games with Moonpruner, is your negotiation skills. You know how you're effectively. thinking from a strategic standpoint how you focus more from a, a business mindset so tell us some of the traits that you incorporate as you are into this design thinking process of building your product no absolutely so i think uh, in terms of learning uh, uh, when you look at our moonshot junior innovator program uh, the moonpreneur game is just part of that program there are many other hardware learning kits are included so it's a four stage of program the first one is really exploration where we expose uh, a student to all kind of cutting edge technologies from robotics to ai to uh, online marketing uh, to iot's really try to understand where they are passionate what could be their possible calling again you don't get 100% accurate outcome but maybe 80% 85% the second stage is really deeper dive in only one or two uh, subjects where we feel they are the most interested in third one is the product building experience that is the most important part of the education heart of our education uh, kids really learn that way i mean we are getting a lot of surprises the kids where you are trying to teach okay let me teach you how to get the mindset of an entrepreneurship or go to market they are bored there when you really start teaching them okay let's uh, see how the robotics work or uh, what is ethical when you see the robot tomorrow can you misbehave with your robot all of a sudden engagement level goes very high so the way these kids learn they learn through product you really don't want to put 100 kids and give a lecture to them right so the product building experience is really hands on learning and the fourth stage once they have a product in hand we help them to take it to the uh, e-commerce whether it is amazon ebay and so on so the moonpreneur that's a part of our first stage uh, we really want child to love us on the first day we really do not want to even do a lot of preaching there really want to give out this game so they can learn some of the business strategy in a fun way right very simple thing can you replicate this gamification let's take a possible topic thermodynamics i build a game and i put a 10 student in that game for first three chapter of thermodynamics and i give a book for first uh, three chapters to another set of 10 kids and when there is an exam can they score about the same right all of a sudden the book become meaningless right so so that's where we are trying to do this can we teach entrepreneurship in a fun way through moonpreneur uh, that's part of our uh, first stage of learn you know that's very impressive because you know having kids in in your life i think that re- truly reflects you know what kind of outcome you need to have as part of your products and uh, you know the world has shifted so fast right alok you know back in our days 
books were the only ways in which you could gain knowledge. But this generation of kids, the Gen Zs, are more focused on hands-on experience where they get to learn things, they get to tweak things, and you know, move on to the next uh, you know set of activities. Yeah. So I think uh, if you see uh, in terms of how we learn, right, in terms of senses, hearing, touch, sight, taste, and smell. The more senses you use, the faster you learn, right? When you see a toddler, how they, uh, uh, what they do, they take everything and try to put in their mouth because that's their fastest learning in the first six months, first year, first two year. So when we gamify something, you bring the touch and hearing and 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 sight and so on. The book does only one dimension, right? So that's how we are trying to see if we can expose a bunch of uh, things and uh, stimulate their more than one senses can the learning be faster and it's more permanent? You know, that's very true. So tell us about your different products and what's the favorite of your kids? Uh, so so I think Moonpreneur, definitely it's not out yet. Uh, but uh, there's an embedded learning board um, which teaches uh, uh, the embedded system, Arduino. Uh, so it's, it's one of the board which is uh, uh, pretty getting a lot of popularity. Uh, there is a fun. Do need to know our programming or how, does, how do those Arduino boards work? Yeah, yeah. So it's just really about uh, learn programming, learn hardware. Uh, there is a Sanya box. It's a it's a Raspberry Pi based uh, 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 board, so you can learn sensors, you can learn programming. But but it's really learning hardware, uh, learning programming, and then you can do more embedded system, and you can build a bunch of things. You can understand the. You can build things like uh, temperature measurement. You can build all kinds of things, uh, locking, unlocking mechanisms. So there are many possibilities all the system brings. And what's your typical demographic like? Uh, if I'm a parent, at what age should I introduce these kinds of products to my kids? So I think uh, where we are finding most success, and our program is started at 10 year old, but I think uh, somewhere in the middle school, um, uh, uh, seventh grade, eighth grade are really ideal fit, and then uh, goes all the way to junior and senior. What's the best feedback you've received from your kids on the products that they use? Uh, so, so I think uh, uh, any anything which is uh, with the Robotics, with the uh, Raspberry Pi is very famous. Um, uh, game, uh, uh, the a lot of kids want to build games uh, and apps. I think those are very famous. So anywhere we are looking at games, or we are looking at these circuit boards with a, a Raspberry Pi with some level of Robotics. Uh, maybe even AI that is catching action. So these are the areas where we have the most uh, traction. Now, tell me from the parent standpoint, Alok, you know, a lot of kids are stressed and overburdened, especially during this pandemic, because they have these online Zoom classes that they have to attend. How do you position your products so it feels like a joyful experience for the kids and not like just another activity that they'll have to force themselves through it? Yes, yeah, so I think the, the, uh, the whole process started stage one itself. When I'm throwing... 15 or 16 different uh, technologies, and there are pre-recorded videos, there are instructor-led sessions, and there are some of these hardware kits. We already know that out of 15, if you finish only two, which two you finish, right? That is where your passion lies. Once we identify your area of interest, um, I think uh, the magic happened automatically because we are really in the second deeper dive and product building experience. The child does what they are really passionate about. Once you identify that, I think, uh, Instead of one hour, they will start spending two hours and three hours without even telling them because that is what they really like to do. How do you define success of Moonshot Junior? Uh, so I think uh, the 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 especially at this stage, uh, more than success, failures are important because 
even an adult in the entrepreneurial world, the success is in somewhere in single digit, let's say 10%. For young kids, 10 to 17, even if they achieve 5% success, the commercial success, right? So that cannot be a criteria. The criteria is, can they learn from failure? So the way we, or personally, I think, think about a house you are building out of Lego bricks, right? Half the Lego bricks are success and half are failure. Unless you put all that together, your house cannot be built. Your house is your success, but it is built upon one successful uh, brick and one failure brick. That is foundation you need to teach. Otherwise, you are just not teaching them right. Especially, they need to see a lot of failure early on. That's, that's the only way to teach how the success will look in future. So how do you see the future of the workforce? Because as you mentioned, gig economy, AI, robotics, you have a lot of uh, trends that are happening in terms of technology. But how do you as an entrepreneur foresee the future of our workforce? So I think uh, things are already changing. Um, uh, uh, many people in the workforce might be doing more than one job, right? Uh, it is going to become a trend. You might be doing a job from, let's say, uh, 9 to 2 or 3, then maybe teaching music, uh, and then maybe teaching a soccer class on the weekend. This is going to become more and more prevalent. Um, and then loyalty. So the first generation, second generation, if you see, some our forefathers, they might have focused on just bringing the bread on the table. Then it was just basic qualities like electricity or whatever. It has been taken care of by our parents, right? Or, 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 or part this generation. But the young generation, they are really not driven with that. Okay, is there a food or... Is there a basic amenities, refrigerator, TV? All that has been sorted out. So it's really about where they are passionate. Can they make a change in the uh, uh, world, right? So, so, so that is what is coming. So when you ask me about future of work, I think uh, the freelancing, gig economy, that will become more prevalent. The loyalty will change. The meaning will change. Um, and I think a personal brand becomes very, very important. If you cannot build your personal brand, I think it is going to become challenging. Uh, to uh, uh, survive, I mean, forget thriving part. Just surviving in the future, you need to have the some level of personal brand, entrepreneurial mindset. Otherwise, it will become a survival challenge. You know, that's a very interesting way of looking at how the future is going to shape up. So what are three traits that you would suggest every parent should try to inculcate in their young children as part of, you know, making them align to the future of the workforce that's going to shape up? Uh, yeah, so I think uh, uh, if, if I see what uh, children should have, um, so first thing is like all these soft skills, uh, because that will become a lot more important. Um, for example, there are a lot of misconceptions in the market that, uh, that the coding is going to drive the future. That's going to be a small part, right? So really, uh, the soft skills, uh, your passion, some level of command in one or two area, but I think more generalist uh, approach is going to be more successful in future. Uh, so like video creation, if you are a 12 year old or 13 year old and you don't know how to create a video, that's a problem. If you are a 15 year old and don't know how to do online marketing, that's a problem because these are going to become life skill. Today, or even today it's irrelevant. 10 years ago, changing tire was a life skill. Today, online marketing is a life skill. Today. Uh, uh, content creation or video creation, those are life skills. I mean, so parents need to be aware of those life skills. You know, that's very true. You know, the concept of personal brand, and I've given several talks on this topic, it used to be something that was reserved for Oprah Winfrey or Richard Branson. That's how people typically looked at it, right? But now everybody needs to have a personal brand and be their own storyteller. 
And that's opening up a lot of people's eyes saying like, okay, what's my personal brand? What am I really passionate about? And it's giving people an opportunity to really reflect on, you know, having a nine to five job is good, but what am I doing beyond it to really create an impact? Uh, yeah, that's impressive. So let tell us this. How do you see the future of Moonshot Junior going forward? What's the vision that you have in mind? Uh, yeah, so I think uh, the very first thing we really want to establish ourselves as an outcome, true outcome focus uh, 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 education. Um, education where uh, our tagline is really we are nurturing the future of uh, innovators and entrepreneurs. Um, a lot of success stories. I mean, uh, that is very important for us. And uh, I think uh, we really believe this is a supplemental education every child should go through uh, just to have that basic mindset uh, transformation so they can be ready for the future. Um, so next few years, I think uh, by end of 2021, we will have at least 2,500 to 3,000 3, students. Uh, but uh, year over year, in next three to five years, we will be uh, teaching hundreds of thousands of students as part of our business. That's awesome. So how do you plan to scale this? Are you looking at partnerships with uh, you know, uh, the government or schools, public and private schools? Tell us about your vision there. Yeah, so I think uh, uh, I'll say a lot of companies focuses on the B2C uh, because we really want to establish our own sales channel, which is already working. But at the same time, we already have a couple of B2B customers. Um, so I think uh, we are already talking to learning centers and schools. So that will be the uh, second part. Third part is we already have some of these grant application going in SBIR, IES. Uh, so, so we are also trying to work with the government really to bring this to the masses. But we are only in our first year. So we just want to take one step at a time. You know, uh, that's very true. And I wish you all the very best. You know, the stepping stone takes a little bit of time, but I'm looking forward to your continued success in terms of building the future of the workforce going forward. Uh, thanks a lot. Thanks. Uh, and Tell us this, um, in terms of the business model itself, uh, you know, how are you bootstrapped? I know you have your Kickstarter campaigns going on. So tell us some milestones and how the process is working for you as an entrepreneur. No, I think uh, I cannot uh, be happier. It, this 2020 has been extremely eventful for us. Uh, be able to raise over $600,000. Uh, we have customers in 13 countries. Uh, we are seeing over 50% month over month growth. We have more than three people on our cap table or advisory board who has built over $100 million company. So we are getting uh, traction from the investor. We are getting traction from the industry leaders. Um, and in terms of expansion, uh, we have over 35 full-time employees. So I think uh, we are growing very fast. Uh, if I look uh, just one year, we have revenues, we have uh, real customers, we have over 10 products. Many of them are available on Kickstarter or Amazon, eBay and other places. So, so really proud what our team has accomplished in such a short time. You know, that's very true. And it's been close to a year since you started Moonshot Junior. Yeah, just, just right at a year. So how does your business work like behind the scenes? Tell us your thought process when you're looking at creating a product. What are the different steps that go through as as part of the design thinking all the way until the implementation of the product. Yeah, so so there are two arms, right? Once our students are creating products, um, basically uh, at that time, we are more an educational body. Want to make sure that uh, we can support them in every part of the process so they can reach to the finish line. And a very simple thing, the preaching alone will not do it. A 12-year-old child, they want to design a box which somebody want to buy. The designing alone, if you tell the Photoshop, that alone can take uh, six months to a year. 
the child do not have that much time to learn every piece and there are 100 piece involved like that right so at that point of time we are really giving help from our designers so then they can take the next step when it comes to our own learning kits it's very important for us that there should be enough customers who want to buy that learning kit and there are courses associated because that's that's the fundamental to us uh, we really don't want to just create learning kits for the sake of creating we really want to create these learning kits so we can get more and more students so i think that's that's the foundational pieces for us when we do so the product design so how do the schools and your clientele base apart from your students you know how do they respond when you tell them and pitch them about these products and how they can be supplemental to the standard curriculum at schools no so i think uh, this is uh, crucial for them i think everybody recognize the need uh, everybody recognize need of uh, learning through some of these props these hardware kits moonpreneur and more things what we have in pipeline um, and outcome focus uh, 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 training and there is a, as i said like there is a lot of noise but uh, there is there are very limited companies able to do it because it's hard you need to manage on one hand your e-commerce and all these kits going as part of the curriculum and the curriculum happening so you need to have your instructor then you need to have your warehouse all this work in uh, congestion with each other and and, and it's, it's a hard effort but i think this is needed unless you really make a one focus outcome by taking these two three pieces together um, either you are reading through books and it's all theory or you go in a field where it's only mechanical part and then the the foundational theory is not there right so combining them really create the right recipe you know the congruence of an e learning system where you teach the kids but also give them the chance to explore and design their own kits i think that's just a beautiful innovative idea so tell us this alok how has covid pandemic really helped you in terms of the business model uh so 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 definitely i think we are one of those business which got a huge benefit so the first thing is uh our cac or a customer acquisition cost has gone significantly down it might have been 3 4x more because right now the i do not need to educate the parents i think they already see the immediate need in the market whatever industries has changed in last 6 7 month hasn't happened in last 10 years 5 years right look at the health tech look at uh, ed tech uh, uh, look at ecom um, i mean there was time where like somebody who is 60 year old uh, might not use e-commerce beyond a point today every third grocery order comes from somebody who is 60 plus right so industry has seen tremendous amount of changes and parents are recognizing it they definitely recognize a need of an outcome focused training something which can bring some of these foundational pieces as part of education and right now the current school system may not be providing it it's a, it's a hard it hasn't been done and education always changes much slower pace in compared to industry so i think uh, all of a sudden the gap is widening and uh, that is something which is helping us a lot um, so all of a sudden we are relevant we are relevant to parents and we are relevant to investment world there is a lot of investor interest um, and there is an interest in media you re- uh, you guys reach out and i definitely uh, love uh, 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 this conversation with you priyanka and especially the career startup leadership uh, uh podcast uh, for the opportunity but 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 definitely i think uh, uh this pandemic uh, has helped uh, our business and i'm sure many other tech are saying the same thing and that's amazing and i really appreciate you alok because when i started to look at uh, you know the kind of work that you're doing especially with moonshot junior and your entrepreneurial journey i felt here's my perfect guest to start my 2021 new year with an amazing episode so i'm truly honored to have you on the show so 
tell us this when you look at your humble beginnings in india how does it feel when you look back at your entire journey where you are today and how does your family see your success no absolutely so uh, so i i think i'll connect uh, dots uh, maybe in a different way uh, and i i just want to make sure i answer your question um so it just takes a learning right uh, when you really feel okay this is what you want to do in life what really makes you happy um 5 or 10 years ago i had no idea that all this is going to happen and i'm going to do this um, uh, but all of a sudden when i am looking myself where i think i can be happiest and where i think uh, 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 i can perform my best is really somewhat or some level of uncharted territory hasn't been done in this way where i'm really not competing with anybody after a point i'm just really competing with myself uh, it just gives me some unconstrained atmosphere to work and just figure out what is out there and just uh, 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 trying out my own limits so i think uh, this is this is what i really connect from my journey from india and here that uh, this is a huge amount of changes but i certainly think that whatever i have seen there and lot of constraint right versus all of a sudden i found myself in a place where there are no constraint i can do whatever i want so it's like completely 180 degree flip you know that's that's sometimes scary right for a lot of us because we had a lot of resource constraints and we were still able to be successful and here there comes a time in your life where you have all the freedom you know all the energy and the resources needed to do whatever you want no absolutely right so what is one proud accomplishment when you look at your moon uh, moonshot junior journey uh so so i think uh, definitely when i see uh, our students who have reached to the finish line and they are getting all these customers people are buying their thing it's this amazing experience and when you see a 10 12 year old child can talk to you very complex business concept in a very easy way so for example i'll give you one example which i have shared at uh, maybe a couple of other places which really all of a sudden when i see i was in my 30s when i learned this uh, deferred revenue for example right some of these concept which hard to understand a child is selling four boxes to amazon each box is 25 dollar all of a sudden you have 100 dollar revenue but that revenue is there but amazon give you 30 days return policy what about if two of your customer return them your revenue is no longer 100 dollars it's 50 dollars so the 100 dollars was deferred revenue and then 50 dollars realized revenue very simple if you really learn through the prop very difficult when you have a book to read right so when we see some of the students very young age able to understand these core concept and can tell very confidently all of a sudden it says like okay this is the right way to teach you know your the kids are able to learn without having to wait to go to a without having to wait to go to a business school to learn all these different marketing concepts no absolutely so what's you know i'm quite sure entrepreneurship has had its highs and lows for you what is a failure uh, you know that you when you look back has given a lot of inspiration to bounce back from what what would that failure look like for you so i think uh, there were many failures right but uh, the confidence that you will come out of that failure so google might have shut down your ad account for one little mistake that has happened amazon might shut down your listings because somebody gave a negative review or some competitor tried to do something and all of a sudden that fear that oh my god what's going to happen i put in so much effort but once you crack one thing 
you resolve that, you resolve this. Then the third thing happened, all of a sudden, you build up that confidence from those failures that, okay, I know this had happened, but there will be a way I will figure it out and I will be out of this thing. So I think. Uh, Is there one advice you would give to your younger self when you look back at your journey? Uh, absolutely. I think uh, uh, when I look back, I might have been really suffered, been in uh, in a wrong mode for long, long time for very petty things. Um, so I think uh, now those things are gone. Uh, failure doesn't make me sad or a, a success doesn't make me uh, happy beyond a point because now I know these all are temporary things. You get one break of failure, one break of success. Now you are building your house, right? So that is going to continue. You know, that that's a nice way, uh, you know, to look at how far you've come in entrepreneurship because it takes a little bit of, you know, brick bats and bouquets to get to that stage of stable mindset. No, no. I, I think it takes practice, learning, but I think uh, uh, I'll say I've never been happier uh, the way, uh, and it's, it's a very genuine, not I'm saying in front of the camera, but I've never been happier than what I am these days. You know, that's very true. And that reflects, you know, with your smile and the way you've built your products and see the smile on the kids as they become young entrepreneurs themselves. No, absolutely. I, I think th those feelings are really unmatched when you see all of a sudden and all of a sudden when you have a 12, 13 year old child and you say, OK, now we are designing your box. This is your company. You pick your logo, how the color theme is going to look. The empowerment that 13 year old child sees that, oh, my God, can I do that? Really, you are going to ask me my color and this box is going to have my colors, right? That empowerment where it was unthinkable for the 13-year-old is, is unmatched. That's very impressive. And how do the parents feel about the success of their own kids? No, I think uh, so. So so when, when the kids try to do something and a lot of time either parents or somebody else is just saying, no, it cannot be done, right? All of a sudden, they come to a place where answers are yes, yes, yes. All of a sudden, parents say, oh, really? Really? Right? So this is definitely eye-opener for them. It's not that difficult. If you have done it right, for example, we have one eco bottle. Um, it's a copper bottle with your message, right? Now I have a manufacturing in India. We have a printer somewhere. You can put your name. You can put Priyanka on it, and you can have, bring your design. For you as a student, it's exact same learning what I have done a year before. It, it might be $20,000 for us, but I can bring that learning to you in less than $2,000. So these things are possible, but hasn't been done in this way. So, so, so absolutely, I think. You know, I love the way you're empowering the kids more than the parents, because sometimes as parents, we feel like, you know, we give a lot of no's because we want them to follow kind of the same path, which is like tried and tested by us. But as you explore a lot of opportunities for yourself and for the kids, I think that's just a wonderful idea. Uh, we have a fun rapid fire on for you. Are you ready for it? Absolutely. So you tell me the first thing that comes to your mind in one word when I say the following. Who is your role model? Uh, so Elon Musk, uh, maybe Barack Obama. How do you define success? Uh, same thing. Two break, failure and success. Break over break. What does happiness mean to you, Alok? Really uncharted territory, freedom, unconstrained working atmosphere. You know, as an entrepreneur, I'm quite sure you have your days of you know feeling stressed and overwhelmed. What is, what is one fun thing you do which you can share with our listeners? Uh, so the stress buster, I, so I think uh, uh, I'm 
prevalent in hiking we might be hiking every weekend almost that's nice do you have like a favorite spot in san jose uh so i think uh, uh, you go on the saratoga side and there are plenty of uh, them you can literally stop by anywhere and there is a trail which will look wonderful once you get in i love that what is your native language and one word to describe alok in his native language um sure so uh, my nat- native language is hindi and uh, one word uh, maybe sense of humor so that might be mazakia uh, driven so i do not know what is you call uh, in hindi chalaya hua or something so <laughs> you know driven humorous i think you know it's interesting i i you know having a funny bone in life is very important to take life in a free spirited mode especially as an entrepreneur so i'm glad you have that as part of your uh, as part of your life skill as well what is one takeaway you want to leave our listeners with uh so so i think uh, especially uh, to parents and students i think uh, uh, right now um i truly believe uh, this entrepreneurial mindset is extremely crucial i think uh, the the sooner we can give because uh, we also work with some of the child psychologists and what we are learning once a child hit 14 or 15 they pretty much get to their mind it becomes very difficult to change things so the early on if we can imbibe this kind of education this can have a, a impact which can be a life changing impact that's awesome thank you so much alok this is such a pleasure to get to know you as well as the the journey behind moonshot junior anything else you want to share with our listeners before we wrap up the episode no uh, i think uh, uh, like to say again a happy new year i think a pandemic is almost behind us it seems uh, after a few more months so life will be back to normal but definitely i think a pandemic has uh, taught us a lot and this might not be the last time we are in this kind of situation so i think it's better to for each of us to be prepared and more than that prepare the next generation i love that entrepreneurial mindset takeaway thank you so much alok such a pleasure and honor to have you on the show and i feel super inspired having you as my first guest for 2021 so thank you again and to our listeners on this 83rd episode of career startup leadership podcast with alok chain the ceo of moonshot junior one key takeaway that i've really learned is empower your kids empower the next generation to test uncharted territories just like what alok is doing and uh, i'm so glad moonshot junior is focused on an impact and outcome driven e-learning training for young kids and i wish you the very best alok in all your endeavors and look forward to uh, you know great investments great people backing your products and students learning and excelling in their own fields no uh, thanks a lot priyanka thanks for the opportunity thank you alok and to until another episode happening tomorrow this is your host priyanka komla signing off from career startup leadership podcast a podcast to spotlight world class asian entrepreneurs leaders c suite executives and innovators who can inspire you with the candid wisdom from their personal journey thank you again